Today's episode of Now This Is Podcasting is sponsored by Portnoy's Pristine Porcelain. Is your piss pod in piss poor condition? You can order online or come into any of our 35 stores in the Tri-State area and see what the buzz is all about. Be sure to spot one of Portnoy's Pristine Porcelain piss pots in today's movie, Terror on the Prairie. Enter promo code NTIP on PPP.com for 20% off your first order and get yours today. Cut. Now this is pod. You're going to hear us jerk off the movie as I said. You think this is funny? Yeah. Is this funny? Just <laughs> <laughs> think about pod. like Ash's mom. Like how shitty of a parent she is. Like your kid does so much almost. And you just like, well, keep having adventures, honey. It's like, oh, you're 10 now. I guess you're old enough to have this backpack and go talk to Doc Professor Oak and get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> Was that the scene with the, with the little girls and the little girls? Why couldn't Superman spot that bomb? It was fucking covered in lead, bro. There you go. Now this is podcasting. I saw his asshole fly through his mouth. Hell yeah, man. Now this is podcasting. Right. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is now. This is podcasting. I'm not sure what season it is. I'm not sure what episode it is. All you need to know: it's been a while. It's been a minute. We did the Batman back in March, and we were like, "When are we going to watch a movie that's going to be as good as the Batman?" Like, we should really save these episodes and make them count. We can't just be churning out shit all the time. We got to give our we got to give our viewers, all three of you. Something beautiful to listen to. Something that you're going to enjoy. Something that you're going to be able to tell your grandkids about in the future. So it is a great pleasure I get to say that today we will be talking about the 2022 masterpiece movie of the year. Move over, Matt Reeves. Because today we're discussing the uncanceling of Gina Carano. And we're talking about terror on the prairie. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. I think I might be a little bit Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I got you. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome back. This is Shem. I'm joined by my co-hosts, uh, Mike and Sean. And of course, we got our piece of shit producer, uh, Joe. And Joe, guess what, viewers? We Joe, listened. Joe. <laughs> don't, don't chant him. Don't chant him. We listened to you. You guys asked and we delivered. Joe is going to be talking less. <laughs> this is like when they voted to kill off Jason Todd in the comics. Pretty much. Yeah, we put out a survey. Yeah. And again, you know, if you guys ever need his address... We got. I, it. I voted to keep your angel angelic voice, Joe. Just so you know. I, lies. I was in that meeting. Lies. No more lies. <laughs> I actually forged multiple identities just to vote more than once. So. Uh, that that is actually very true. So, Terror on the Prairie. It was written by Josiah Nelson, directed by Michael Polish, and it's starring Gina Carano, Nick Searcy, and Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, it's produced by Daily Wire and had an estimated budget, according to IMDb, of $75 million. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not accurate. Um, I but know maybe it is. Half that production money went, then. And if it is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd want to know where that is. Uh, so that's pretty much all we got. The movie wasn't in theaters. It's only streaming on Daily Wire+. Plus. Um, so if you're a Daily Wire fan and you like conservative news... <laughs> Articles, great. You know, maybe maybe this movie's for you. So, on that note, I'm going to kick it over to Sean. This is a this is a new thing that we're doing here. We're doing segments, and this is a, a little more structure. 
Yeah, we're gonna have a little bit more structure. So what are we calling this? Can we kick it? Yes, we oh, can. Yeah, there we go. Oh. Can we kick it? So I'm gonna kick it over to you, Sean. Give us your, uh, give us your, give us your thoughts, initial reactions to the movie. Holy God. <laughs> uh this movie was everything i expected it to be and somehow worse than that i was hoping it was so bad that it was fun or funny or anything i got bad i just got a bad movie that took forever but we'll talk about that more later in a different segment we got but holy god gina's uncancelled and um <laughs> why we don't know <laughs> this movie took about an hour and 47 minutes and that was an hour and 43 minutes more than it should have been so uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> upon rewatching it it's even worse the second time like just bad i just i got nothing so i think it's time for me to kick it over to mike because it was terrible i don't even want to to be kicked near me. I don't even want to take <laughs> this pass, but uh, there's there's not much to take away from the movie. Um, it's it's just not good. Like I'm, I'll just say it right now. I I, I would have to have a reaction from the movie, but like it, it definitely took itself way too seriously for what it was doing and what it was playing with, and it just it it's yeah. I give it a, uh, uh, I don't give it anything yet, actually. No, nothing. <laughs> but, no, I just, it, I, that's I how you nothing. tease them. I like it. Yeah, uh, that's coming later, uh, on the, the, the NTIP scale. But, um, yeah, I, the door bugged me the most about this movie, but we'll get to that later, too. But they couldn't even fix that. Like, they, they didn't even have natural mechanics right for this fucking movie, for functioning things. Like, somebody yeah. watched some of the... Like, this is a movie you watch and you're like, wow. Like, who edited this? Like, I want to actually look up who edited this just so I can, like, not pay them to edit my movies. <laughs> like, because it was that. It, it, it just wasn't there. Like, the acting wasn't there. The story wasn't there. The story was so fucking basic. And, like, it didn't lead you into anything. So, um, yeah. I, I did not like this movie <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> like, and like Sean said the second time, uh, did not make me like it anymore. Um, probably made me like it less, honestly. Uh, wow. But like, uh, yeah, you're, you're definitely. Uh, I think I liked it less the second time because I was uh, actually picking up on things. So. But, yeah. the first I time alert. i was just kind of enjoying it like i was taking it for what it was and i was like oh this is surprising maybe they'll wrap it up with this way and then they didn't but the second time i'm like how did we get here like what and why did we get here yeah. um, as a yeah. person who's been stabbed twice at the same bar i will say getting stabbed the second time was worse yeah <laughs> See, <and> you, yeah <laughs> Probably because you expect the pain to be like the first one, and then it's just not right. It's 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 a little and worse. It's, and it's also like, how did this happen again? Why am I here? <laughs> but yeah, but you know, initially, like, oh yeah, oh, that's a stab. The first time you're like, oh, did I like itch my back on something? Or no. The second time you're like, no, that's definitely I know that feeling. Yep. <laughs> that's a that's a knife. So I've been so hurt before. 
So medical attention was was sought out quicker the second time, I assume, right? <laughs> well, I'm the contrarian here, and I think watching it the second time, it didn't make it any worse. It didn't make it any better, but it didn't make it any worse. <laughs> and I did pick up on a few things where I was like, oh, at least they tried, right? Like, at least they tried. It was like... You'd be such they a wanted... dad... Yeah, as I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You know, I'm just like, disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew this movie wasn't going to be good. I wanted to watch this movie because of the ads that I was getting on Reddit, and I'm still getting on Reddit. I don't know why. It's like, okay, Reddit. I watched the movie, and it was great. Not really, but Reddit. like, stop no, giving no, me no. these targeted ads. Wait, you'll love this. Yeah, and it, and again, it's kind of like when we uh, watched No Sudden Move. It was a very similar thing. It was like a very specific short 30-second ad. And that one was like, oh, the, wow, this cast looks pretty good. But uh, but all of these ads were like, Disney tried to cancel her. <laughs> this summer, Gina Carano is uncanceled. And I was like, this movie is going to be god-fucking-awful. <laughs> and I need to watch it. And I've, I, I'm a big fan of bad movies. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from, what was that, like 2016 or whatever it was? Yeah. Terrible movie, but amazing at the you same time. You go back to the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for that. Ivan Ooze is my dad, so you better watch yeah. your mouth. You better watch and what you play. say next. Keep my dad's yeah, name Ivan. out your fucking mouth. Call, yeah. call Mortal Kombat <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. Fan Four Stick. Fan Four Stick, the Fantastic Four reboot. Terrible fucking movie, but I can rewatch that movie once every three years. And enjoy it. Am I fucked up when I watch it? Yes. Of course I am. That's the only way to watch it. Are we talking about Michael it, but... B. Jor- Jordan? Fantastic As uh, Johnny Storm, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I, I'll go with Absolutely. the other original Fantastic Fours as well. They're also pretty bad. bad, and bad. Also bad. Also bad. But watchable. But they're, like, watchable. Right. And yeah. this movie is not. It's no. not that. Because and it took itself too seriously. It did. It did. It's like, I don't know. Uh, I know we're going to get into a little bit more of, like, what we didn't like uh, about the movie, but, like, that was my initial reaction was, like, okay, this is about as bad as I was expecting it to be the first time, and then the second time, which I still haven't even watched it a full second time, but, like, watching more and actually, like, trying to pick up on things, it's like, oh, okay, so they did this here. But, like, why didn't they do it like this or something like that? You know what I mean? And that's yeah. that's pretty much it. It's very... I mean, anytime, like, the the whole, like, um, production and, like, pl- like, center point of, like, you selling your movie is the actor, then you're in trouble. Like, yeah. if you're yeah. not, if you're not fucking advertising the story or the cinematography and your whole thing is just like, oh, we got Gina. Could you imagine, like, we got Johnny Depp in this movie coming out soon. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't mention anything about the other actors or the plot. We'll just see him in a pirate ship and shit, and then we'll just tell him it's Johnny Depp. And then we'll just sell it from there. This summer, Amber Heard is... Pooping. <laughs> this summer, you saw him all summer get his ass reamed out in court. Now Johnny Depp's back with a vengeance in The Divorce Lawyer. He's coming back for the kids and more. Dun, dun, dun. I like, want that dookie out of my bed. <laughs> Al Pacino as his child. 
I just oh want God. some cheese. <laughs> oh my God! All right. Well, anyway, on and that the note. grandfather comes. It's Bill Cosby. Now, which one of you kids is messing around in my medicine cabinet? <laughs> the uncanceling continues. It knows no end. Daily Wire, a home for everybody. <laughs> Produced by Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> A Louis C.K. film. <laughs> Whoo! All right, guys. Well, that was a that was a good tangent there, and a nice little uh, a nice little laugh. I needed that after a day like today. So, while I think all three of us can agree that this movie was not good by any stretch of the imagination, uh, at least there were elements of uh, storytelling and movie making in it. So this is, I think, a good opportunity. The, the one that was very prevalent was uh, themes. Um, so I think now is a good time for us to talk about the themes. So, Mike, I will pass it along to you. What was the biggest theme that you saw in this movie? <clears throat> the biggest theme that I could take away from the movie was uh, seeking revenge. If uh, I'm supposed to like actually take a theme from the movie, you hit about 40 minutes into the movie, and then like, like you said, like we discussed, it's like most of it is exposition throughout the first 30 to 40 minutes of the movie, and then you finally get some story about why the bad guys are the bad guys, and why they're doing exposition. what they're doing. Yeah, and then yeah, and then they break it up by just adding more to like the imagery and the plot and showing how tough life is on the prairie. And then like they come back to why he's doing like essentially it's it's like a f- half hours long story that they just drag out. But um this guy's looking for revenge essentially because um, you know, uh the MMA And that would fighter. be Nick Searcy's uh Nick uh, Searcy's character yeah. that you're talking about. Yeah, like Art the main from bad Justified. Guy. Yeah. Yes, that's his name. Uh, yeah, so he's looking for revenge on his daughter, and um, or for his daughter, because the uh, MMA fight. When did he kill her? The final days and, of what? Uh, they they mentioned it very quickly in passing, too. The, the Civil yeah, War. Yeah, they were on the Confederate side, but they, they didn't want to really nail that down as that's being the bad guy. It's like, ah, uh, you know, we kind of the Confederate. Oh, she also mentions, too, that he changes oh. sides, too. Her husband does, so... He's not totally a yeah. bad guy. So right at the end, he decides not to. And then they also mention that the dude is, like, never stopped fighting a war, which means that he's probably at war with, you know, doing himself. other shit. <laughs> yeah, and himself. Like, he's probably tore up about all the other shit that he's done and bad stuff. But, like, yeah, I think the main theme that they're, they're trying to create is, is, like, like, dude's trying to get revenge, I suppose. But... As, from like a story standpoint, that's the biggest theme I could take away from the movie, and like that theme is is explored through a total of like twenty minutes in the movie completely. <laughs> like twenty minutes total of an hour forty seven. Like, and I hate any movie that just feels the need for every piece of dialogue to just explain the plot, and that's what this movie was. And I was kind of expecting that in the movie, but like it's just it's so painful to listen to them talk. And, uh, yeah, the story just takes way too long to develop. And it, it like I said, it, it, it's, it's a little bit patronizing with, with how long it, it tries to develop it. It just didn't feel, yeah. you know, that great. 
But that was the biggest theme that I took away from it. So. Oh, 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 my favorite. My favorite thing. Not the biggest thing. I'm going with my favorite thing. My favorite thing was that Native Americans oh, so are savable. That's good. So, about... <laughs> Although about thirty minutes into the, but they have to be very light as well. These are they're very light skinned they're fair skinned Native Americans. But about the thirty minute mark, they pull up to Gina's house after her husband is like going to town to try to find work. And for some, I don't know why they pull up to her. Gina's a stay at home mom, you know, helps with the farming and ranching. She has shown no ability to be a doctor or nurse before or after this scene. But for some random reason. These four Native Americans pull up on horses and they're like, yo, they didn't even talk. It's just like a lady with an injury and fucking Gina just patches his own. Like, I'm guessing Terror on the Prairie time, like every woman just had to know how to stitch people up because it was a Terror on the Prairie, literally. But it's crazy. They're like, they pulled up. It's like, okay, I guess this white woman knows how to do it. And she did. She did. <laughs> and I don't know why. I just want to know, like, as, like, Native Americans, would they just run up on, like, these white people and be like, oh, they'll help us? And like, I wouldn't fucking risk that shit. Yeah, and in the quote, after they were like, oh, like, they came from, like, you know, um, I can't think of the name now, but they came from the reservation. So they were saying that these people got injured on the reservation, yeah. or by the reservation, came off the reservation to find this, <laughs> these random white people. It was like, I hope they'll save us. Like, so it's like, Native American people. <laughs> so Native medicine. Americans could not do their own all, like man. surgery or anything like that. Like they didn't, they didn't have medicine. They didn't have any weight. If you were native on the prairie back then in Montana, you just died if you got hurt. <laughs> but luckily, white people came. Pretty much, yeah. Manifest destiny came brought medicine. medicine. <laughs> so that was right. my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you did. That he helps save them. <laughs> that is a good theme. That's a good I, theme. Very good theme. Oh, um, that is a very good theme. What's crazy is that the actors God, weren't even Native American. They were all Dominican. It's weird. Um, <laughs> ben Shapiro was in charge of casting. <laughs> yeah. He didn't use real Native Americans. I don't know. I just made that up. That's not a real, that's not a real stat. Uh, Give me a headdress. I'll act in the scene myself. I'll do it. I'll act in the scene. <laughs> um... I think for me, a, a very big theme, which makes sense coming from a Daily Wire produced movie, which is, again is a conservative media group, um, was nationalism. Oh. Kind of also tied into um, just like what American nationalism kind of looks like today. You know what I mean? There's definitely lots of talk about like, oh, like uh, at one point Nick Searcy's character uh, is in Gina Carano's home, and um, the son is like, oh, like, you're singing a Confederate song. And he's like, oh, well, you were born after the Confederacy, and, you know, I'm sure you just love your country, you know? And there was lots of talk about, like, loving your country, and, like, you know, and I think, uh, like, that pride that comes from, like, being a part of your country and, yeah. and all that. But then also, like, guns, you know? Like, yes. oh, like, you know, there was lots of guns, like, Gina Carano's son a kid has, a gun in the fucking... Yeah. yeah, like, he has a gun, and there's, like, guns in the home, and, like, this is why you need guns in your home, to be able to protect yourself from the strangers <laughs> that you invite <laughs> into your home. The baby did have a gun. The baby was strapped, man. He was sucking them titties, shooting people. <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> but, yeah, that was... Bring sweet. a few M16s to the hood. Pass them all out. 
And one of yeah. says, arm the kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so that kind of stuff. And it, uh, so again, like a lot of like conservative parallels, American I, I conservative and American like nationalism themes were just kind of like scattered throughout. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to generally call it nationalism. Uh, but, um, Oh yeah, I mean, monogamy is yeah. uh, is a good one. Monogamy was also tied into that. <laughs> I mean, what better veil than the Wild West, though, for those you know, for those conservative values, you know, that's the best canvas to paint with. Oh, don't forget the religious themes. It was the four horsemen, and it was the the bad guys True. always spitting out Bible verses mm-hmm. right before they did really shitty things. That is v- yeah. also so. I was very like, yeah. I was- yeah, like I'm pretty sure when he pushed true. down Very that true. woman, uh, he was also like spitting out a Bible verse. So it's like, okay, so when you're about to assault somebody, let's use a Bible verse before it, and you're good. So, thanks, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I'm not racist, but you know, yeah, exactly. But that's, Cain, that was how they said it back then. <laughs> yeah, because everyone was racist. <laughs> yeah, Nick Searcy. Um, uh, for those of you listening, his character, he says at one point that he was a preacher's son, uh, and that's very much part of his identity as a white American in the 1870s, uh, and he quotes Bible verses throughout the movie, and all of these Bible verses that he's quoting in some way tie into the justification of the actions that he's about to have, uh, or about to yeah. uh, uh, about to carry out, I guess, right, because they're actions. Um, uh, Pulp Fiction, it's Tarantino. It is very Tarantino. That was one of the things that I noticed about this movie is that, like, if they really wanted to make a good Western movie, man, they should have watched fucking Kill Bill or, like, Reservoir Dogs or Django because, like, this movie had elements of, like, spaghetti westerns in it and and, and stuff like that as well, uh, just in regards to, um, I guess, like, some of the composition of scenes. Um, But it is, it, it did feel like a Tarantino movie, especially with the amount of gore. You're like, hey, can we watch Django Unchained? It's like, we got Django Unchained at home. I don't. This crowd definitely says the Django. <laughs> yeah, we got some the Django at home. What are you talking about? They're pronouncing those D's hard. But the thing is, though, like, so yeah, you're right, Sean. There are, the, like, the Christian themes in there as well. But, like, think about, like, the themes and, like, what Mike was saying before about like just all of the exposition right that's like the one thing that i took away from this movie which leads us perfectly into the next se- segment uh of the show which is just like the what the fuck pissed you off about this movie because god <laughs> fucking damn it there was so yeah. much there the that door. they could have done that probably would have made this movie better which spoiler alert, <laughs> fans we might get to that as well but like that th- like this is this is part of it you know like this pissed me off like that there was yeah. I don't know. There, were, there was potential, right? I think any movie has potential, and any story it definitely has, um, you know, the potential to to be good. Um, but I'm like trying to think of like uh, like all of these like themes and like the exposition and just like the lack. Just wasn't composed. Oh my god! Yeah, and and uh, just like some of the technical things in it. So like when the movie opens up, right? There's a cold open where you just see this guy that's kind of bloodied and whatever. No. And, like, the opening is actually, like, not terrible. Um, but this guy's running, and then there's, like, these four horsemen, right, as, uh, as Sean was mentioning before. Like, the symbolism of the four horsemen of the apocalypse uh, in the movie. So Nick Searcy, 
who I can't remember his character's name. Uh, Joe, would you mind looking that up and uh, let the viewers know what Nick Searcy's character's name is? Um, but when you were, you know, it's him and his three his three posse's members, you know, his, his squad. And they, they catch this guy, Nick Searcy spits out a fucking Bible verse about whatever. It's Genesis uh, book six. Uh, verses 5 through 7. I only know this because I wrote it down last night, so look it up. I'm not going to look it up. But that's the thing. And then he goes to scalp the guy. And again, like, the technical aspects of the movie were not good. Like, the head yeah. is already <laughs> being peeled back. Yeah. Like, the, the fake yeah. head is already being peeled back before the knife is even applied, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, like, so that, like... I mean, it looks, it looks fine. Honestly, the practical makeup, like, looked okay-ish, but it was just, like, not done well technically. Uh, and then <laughs> Gina Carano, right? So this is what really pissed me off. Gina Carano, the trusting white woman on this homestead, meets these four random white men. And she's like, man, these white men sure do look trusting. There's asking for some <laughs> salted pork and some water and maybe even a dozen eggs. And she's like, oh, before you guys leave, these these white men who we just saw, what, what maybe 30 minutes ago because this movie moves slow as fuck, yeah. uh, just yeah. murdered a man. So we oh, know that they're hours. no good. But Gina doesn't know this. And they're getting ready to leave. And she's like, why don't you come into my home? Literally. And let me cook you breakfast. And fucking like, right, saddling perfect. up on their way out the door. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're getting ready that to leave. They like, of, the the door, of the house that they the haven't water. even gone in yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. They're out they, the, they they the door. He's, <laughs> he's been built then, as the captain in this movie. Oh, he's built as the captain. The Thank captain, you, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Nick yeah. Searcy's character is known as the captain. Um... <laughs> so like she goes, in, they're in the home. They're eating breakfast. Blah blah blah. She's going. She's collecting the eggs, and then that's when she finds the scalps that the captain has collected. And then she's like, "Oh shit! I just let these strangers in my home, and I'm realizing that these white strangers, wow, not the white strangers that I thought they were. They gotta get the fuck out. I gotta save my kids." And I'm like, first off, that's your first mistake, Gina Carano, because I do not trust white people. I do not trust, like, mm-mm, white people, are like, back up, back up. I've been burned by white people before, literally and metaphorically. I will, <laughs> I will pause. <laughs> I don't know you. You got to earn my trust, white people. I'm very not, hesitant not you, about middle-aged people. white men. Right, very exactly. scary people. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And Gina Carano is like, no, it's men. okay. So they come into the home. She takes the kid's shotgun, tells these guys to get them, robs them. She robs them, too. Yes. She's like, you drop your guns. On my table, get the fuck out of my house. She robs these people. She invites them into her home. And then she's like, I'm going to rob you guys now. Get the fuck out. I wasn't going to rob you until I found those scalps. Now you got to get the fuck out of my house, but you best leave those guns because I'm going to sell them at the pawn shop and then I'm going to buy some drugs. Oh, no, she didn't say that, but that's that's what's implied. Uh, it's white white America, right? And then um, after they leave, so the door, this is this is the, the door after all this explanation. The door to the house when you're outside is pull. Like you, you pull the door open to walk inside. So they leave, they shut the door, and then she takes a dresser and she puts it in front of the door. And then when the bad guys come back, they're like, yeah, we're going to rush this house now. Like, joke's on you. Joke's on you. Yeah, they try kicking in the door. Like, they didn't just walk through that door two minutes ago. And it was a pull. The dresser does nothing. The dresser no. does nothing. It's like, we're going to step all it over is this is a minor as soon as we break yeah. in. <laughs> like, pull, step uh-huh. over. And that's it. I that's hated it. that. <laughs> I know. What, what about you guys? Mike, what else you pissed you guys off? Yeah. Me? Uh, everything about this movie pissed me off. The way I felt after I didn't know that was an answer. This movie pissed me off. No. <laughs> what I really hate. <laughs> no. 
I, I the acting was was piss poor by uh, and that always bothers me in these movies. And what else bothers me in this movie is like um, when you have like a good actor who can carry like they had with uh, Nick. I think his name is Mullins or is that his name? Yeah, that's uh, the, 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 the captain. The captain? Yeah, Nick, Nick Searcy. Yes, who who is clearly the best actor in the movie. Like he he's obviously the only capable. I don't know though. That baby though. <laughs> at one point, that baby was able to throw its voice. That I mean, baby was that crying, baby yeah. but the baby was emotionless baby on the was... screen, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I don't know what you're no, talking dude. about. The baby was. <laughs> his, oh, and silent. the baby was crying. Yeah, and it, had, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. opening its mouth. It was yeah. Yeah, that was that was great. That was almost as good as the fucking Three Stooges scene with the fucking the lasso and then throwing it on that guy and then have it pull off. It was already attached to him. But uh, and we did pause it. We can verify that <laughs> yeah, scene was just cut very poorly. Again, the yeah. technical aspects were not good. They literally they cut. They, they have the dude like winding up to fucking throw the lasso. Cut to the guy running. Cut back to the guy lassoing and then oh. cut back and then pull him. Like that was it. Same scene. But um. When you when you have a good actor, back to what I was saying, like like him that's that's carrying, what you would usually do, I would think, is like feed him more lines or kind of try to, like as you're shooting, kind of gear the story towards him, which they kind of did, a little bit towards the the middle of the movie, um, and like you said, there's definitely elements in the movie that make it a movie, and they did try. I just love hating on shitty movies, um, but uh, yeah, I would have definitely um used utilized him more because gina wasn't doing anything for me she was just same blank emotionless face the entire time and then Cerrone's not an actor so like what are you gonna you got the best jump scene of all time um (laughs) yeah that yeah it's straight out of a fucking uh tarzan movie just Fucking, I thought he was going to grab Yo, a actually and though, he, someone at the end. He could be the reboot Tarzan. Is he canceled? Oh, <laughs> my God. Hell yeah. Yo, Cowboy, no, he's fine. Disney. No, he's cool. He's good. But, uh, yeah, there was just a lot of shit in this movie. that, that Overall, the everything in the movie I just didn't like. But little shit like that, yeah. I mean... Like, bad acting always kills a movie. All right. Now I'm going to go yeah. with the smallest you, thing, because it's a thousand things you could talk about. The the camera work, the just staring at red. Like, they had a terrible green screen. But they also would just take long uh, shots yes. of the landscape. That you can't terrible. do both. You can't have a terrible green screen and take long yeah. shots of the landscape. Pick one of them. <laughs> but my thing, I'll say, I'll say is that... We see a scene where it, it's winter. We see snow. And so then they're like, all right, now the husband's going to town, right? So, and then the snow melts. It's supposed to be spring. Now, on the ground, there are leaves that were supposed to be under the snow for a full season. This is Montana. It does not just snow for a day or a week or anything like that. It's going to be snow the whole winter season. Yeah. When the snow melts, those leaves are still alive. If they were under <laughs> snow for the whole time, those leaves would be dead. <laughs> They'd be very much dead. Now, I don't expect much from David <laughs> Wire, but if they spend allegedly $75 million, which is more than all of the original Nightmare on Elm Street movies put together, 
You can make the fucking leaves either not be there or look dead. You can just get seasons right. I'm not asking much. Like I've already, uh, I've already said this movie is terrible. Just get the seasons right. It's like, it's like. At one point, the green screen was showing like snow, and then there was leaves. <laughs> like, what, where are we the at? Was all fall. <laughs> the husband said he'll be snowstorm. back within like a seat. He was like, "I'll be back after the season after he go finds work." So it's telling me that he wasn't gone for a full year, because that's basically what it would have had to be to get to the leaves <laughs> at that point. Is we would have had to go from winter to fall. But they're telling me this is spring. Get your shit together. And that's what really pissed me the fuck off. Other than this movie just generally being bad and not fun. Yeah, I think it was only supposed to be like... Was it, it was only supposed to be a couple days, I think, right? He just goes into town. I don't know. See, Nick, the captain says, we've been riding for three months. Yeah, so that but, means the uh, cold open to him arriving is approximately yeah. maybe three months or within three months. We don't know if that means yeah. like the whole scalping journey because he had two scalps. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know. The scalping sure. scalps would have been gross after that, a little though. bit, though, right? They can't sustain. So like, I, I feel like this was only supposed to be a couple days, but you get spring, you get winter, and you get fall. <laughs> <laughs> and, like within like a couple of days, like they take her from the house and she, <laughs> and it's the dead of winter. And then the next day, it's like it's there's sugar treaters walking by. <laughs> They, the yeah, seasons are is, so fucked up. I don't know. There how is they, how they, like a Donald Sarone's has got to be fast as fuck too, right? Because he gets back <laughs> relatively quickly, yeah. right? And well, then he, he like looks too. Home. Like he yeah. sees them like like when he goes to save her, he like turns like the guy like the big bad guy, the captain like turns <laughs> clearly and, like, sees in him view. So yeah. oh, you're just gonna dive on my guy like that? Oh, I thought you were going to over. It's a man-made stone bridge. It's a man-made stone bridge with horse hooves. That pissed mm -hmm. me off so much, too. When he rides up, you you hear him. You hear the <laughs> clip-clop. You know, the whole plot is to lure him there. You hear it, yep. and then he's just going to stand there and be like, What's up? And then watch this guy walk out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, but that's probably why he turned because he knew this guy was a fucking idiot who's going to jump in the middle of them with no plan. <laughs> he had no plan. 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 Oh, it's Donald God. Cerrone. He can't keep attention for long. <laughs> this has been What the Fuck Pissed You Off About This Movie Because God Fucking Damn It, there was so much that they could have done that probably would have made this movie better. Um, no, I do you know, I think I think we've all dunked on this movie quite a bit. Um so <laughs> the you know, is gonna be is dunking on this movie. I know. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So since we shit on this movie for however many minutes now, I think it's only fair that we introduce our new segment, WWNTIPD. What would now this podcasting do? We're no experts. We're not movie makers. We just we're just people that like movies. We're degenerates. We we, we smoke weed. We drink liquor. We watch movies. We can make a better movie than this, maybe. Daily Wire, if you're listening. I got a great conservative movie. <laughs> give me I don't know what it is mil. yet, but give me seventy-five we'll million dollars, out. and I could get you a conservative base movie. Give me Gina and seventy-five. <laughs> we'll make it work. Yeah, 
<laughs> give me Gina Carano's phone number and seventy five million dollars, and we got this going. So here's my idea, right? Here's my idea. This is how I would make it better. Right from the beginning. I wrote just a little thing out today. I, I would keep the cold open with uh, the captain and his crew chasing the guy, spitting Bible verses and stuff like that. I think that's okay. But instead of saying that the captain's daughter died 48 minutes into the movie and that he's on a quest for revenge, I would do it then. I would do it then. I would I would have him, instead of spitting Bible verses, or along with spitting the Bible verses, I would have him include some dialogue about... Because he says something like, oh, he's like, your tears show contrition. This is for my daughter who died because of someone. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, so it's like, you know, God might forgive you, but I'm not God. Ooh. You know, like, I'll never forgive you for he what you did to my, my daughter. daughter. Boom. Oh, shit, go. this guy, exactly. this guy yeah. was just somehow not involved. Like, what happened to his daughter? What happens? And you even need to right, the guy right. getting scalped. In that suggestion, I think what would be cool is if he had like a locket or something like that with like a picture of her in it. To me, like, do you remember this face? I had that thought too. Ugh. Yes. Remember? Yes. Too. Yes. My, the way that I would improve this movie is very heavily lean into the captain's revenge arc, but then also yep. at the same time, very heavily lean yeah. into Cowboy Cerrone's redemption arc. Mm-hmm. Right. The reason why they're in fucking Montana and shit is because they're trying to get away from Missouri. They're trying to get away from the past. They want to start because fresh. Because they Don don't want to go Cerrone. back. There is dialogue in the movie at some point about Gina Carano saying like, "I want to go home. Like, I miss my family. Yeah, stuff like that." And he's like, "But this is what we always wanted. Like, blah blah blah. Like, they're she wants to go back, yep. but he's like, I can't go back. Like, there's too many bad memories and like whatever." So you have you have the captain with his locket. You're like, you remember blah blah blah. Like, right, all that shit. And like you could, you could show the guy get scalped. You don't have to show the guy get scalped because like we know what color Harry has. And so then later on, when Gina Carano Ooh, finds yeah. the scalps, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Something mm-hmm. that you don't have to fucking spoon feed me. It's just there. Like, oh, yep. he, oh, like is that a scalp? Yep. Oh my god, we're finding this out at the same time as Gina yep. Carano. But we know who scalp it is because we're the viewers, exactly. right? Yep. After after the cold open, like you might hear the guy yell, <laughs> "Boom!" Terror on the prairie, just like in the actual movie. But then what? It opens up. You see a house. Like, you see flashes, right? You see, like, a house, like an old plantation-style house. It's, like, on fire. You hear a woman screaming. Boom! Eyes open up. It's Cowboy Cerrone laying in bed, waking up in a cold sweat. He has nightmares. He has nightmares. We're cooking. We're cooking. Yeah, Yeah, now we're We're cooking, cooking. man. He has nightmares from what he did when he accidentally killed the captain's daughter. And he's and sticking with them the entire time. Rolls <laughs> over to a naked Gina. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, we're Rest this is 1870s. We all live in the same house. Our son's gonna listen to us. Fuck. <laughs> okay, that's not in it. That's not in it. <laughs> but, but I like the idea. I like the idea. Leave it. Um, and and then that would pretty much it. And then you like you and then you go into like the the conversations about like oh I want to go home but like this is the life that we always wanted, yeah. like all of that shit. But like have it be like and you can even have a little bit of dialogue about the like yeah but we can't go back or like mm-hmm. you know talking about how he was part of the Confederacy and like that he had his own little redemption from that. They do touch on it you know a little bit they that do. like they Very found out bit. that or he realized that he was on the wrong side of history and that's why yeah. they tried yeah. to literally like a the sentence. captain and <laughs> like. Yeah, and exactly. It's like a sentence. So like, just yeah. really, just really lean into the redemption arc. Thrown in. That you know, requires like, acting. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to act. That would be the problem. That is true. Yeah, that's they the would issue. have to act. Yeah. See, my thing I would have did different 
is recast everyone in the fucking movie. <laughs> first, except for Art. That's the first thing I would have did. Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson. Yes, yes, dude. Some people who actually know how to fake shit. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not going to get out there and have them take out someone's scalp. I want That's not what I'm going to do. Is that is that what you want? Is that what you would want your family? Hmm? It's very important to have God in the household. First thing first. No, ah, that's that shitty cut that. That's terrible. It's terrible. Ben Shapiro. Jordan Peterson wasn't bad, though. I'm not going to let the left tell me how I'm going to collect scalps. I'm not. I, uh, I, I had a note about the opening as well. I love the opening, actually. I don't love it, but it's a good opening. It's a solid opening. It's <laughs> a good opening. We're keeping that. Mike loves the opening. We're keeping that in her. <laughs> no, no. I misspoke. <laughs> a split second of doubt, okay? But um, I would have changed it to... um, And this might change a, a, a little bit of stuff. Um, Maybe the guy gives up where they're staying. Yeah. Maybe he knows where um, Cowboy's staying. He gives him up because at that point you have no emotional connection to this guy. He's just a dude who's getting killed in the first twenty seconds of this movie. Five and a half minutes, but that's fine. Five and a half minutes or whatever. <laughs> so, so he gives up the position of these guys, and then you already know that they're bad and they're looking for whatever. So, mm -hmm. or actually, you don't even have to hit that yet. We're then they come guys. up on, um, and then you We're have like whatever. Cerrone leaves. And then, then they come up on him, and, or on uh, Gina's house, and then they're like, okay, so we're going to invite ourselves in and try to, you know, maybe they know that she's, you know, yeah. or they're looking nice for place. Donald Cerrone's clues. Or they see something in there that's like, you know, Donald Cerrone's old <laughs> sock that he used to jerk off into when they were at camp in the war. You're like, this smells you know, familiar. That's Betsy. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, I'd recognize that sock anywhere. And then they're just like, okay, we'll play it calm, and then, you know, and then you kind of could build the story from that. But, yeah, I mean, like, there's no, like, seeds planted for, like, to grow into. It, it's all just the dialogue is very blam, 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 blam. And then, like you said, you get the yeah. whole story in two scenes almost. Exactly. Like, we were talking before we recorded, and Joe's like, no, but there is an inciting incident. It just, we just don't see it. We don't see the inciting incident. And what you were just describing, yes. with Joe and I were talking about, is, like, have the guy that yeah. scalped in the beginning... Exactly give up the information maybe he's not even like an exact yeah. like whatever it's like oh he's living somewhere in montana like blah, in, blah, blah, area, in the mountains yeah. in montana you know something like that exactly over by such and such yeah. town instead of just having this 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 like sociopathic opening where he's just cutting people's heads off and quoting bible verses and you're like oh well this is weird like you know, yeah. there, there, there was. It's a good shot. There wasn't enough there like, to oh, plant something that there was going like, to be. Where's the substance? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't set anything up. There's no seeds planted for later in the movie, like, and and the the, the story is generally easy to do that. Like, you, mm -hmm. it, it's very doable. Like, it's not a complicated story. Like yeah. I said, the it's, plot's very. It's very eight simple. Jason Bourne movies. Yeah. It's about to be four John Wick movies. Revenge. Fuck, Liam Neeson has been in how many movies? It's really easy to make a revenge movie. <laughs> like, just watch one of those and just take it. You can, you can have a robot watch a hundred <laughs> hours of those movies and write a movie, and it would do a better movie. Daily Wire, what the hell? What yeah. the hell? No. <laughs> 
I like what Shim was saying. I just, yeah, I would add to what Shim was saying. At the end, I think when uh, the captain's getting killed, I guess you can add in a moment where, like, that redemption comes full term. He's like, hey, I do feel bad about killing your daughter. And then they ice him or something like that. Yeah. That- yes. Yeah. He has to die. Which they kind of do in the movie-ish, where Cowboy's like, we thought you were in the house. Or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, they didn't actually mean to kill the daughter. Like, they do kind of touch on that, but, yeah. like... Still don't exactly, make up like, for him killing the it. daughter. But yeah, I exactly. would still have him get... I like him getting uh, done yeah. in at the end is, is... is Yeah, I always... Yeah. You do something fucked up... You yeah, he has to have That's the way I look at it. As a better conservative movie did, God's Not Dead by Peerflix, which is a better a better uh, conservative platform, I guess. They do actual movies. They are so bad, platform. they're good. Go see God's Not Dead People's on Netflix. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that's a. That's a <laughs> I'm okay with that one. But they have a character in that movie who hates God, like right, and he has his motivation. He tells it, and at the end, while he's about to die, spoiler alert, he comes to terms and comes back with God. Like he has like a full, like it's a full movie, kind of sadly. That I am saying that that other terrible movie. <laughs> well, there's our. There's our takes. If we were to have made this movie, these are the things that we would have that we would have done to try to improve it a little bit. You know, again, lots of potential, and you know, maybe next time. And like the director and the and the writer, in their defense, don't have many credits to their name. Like I will say that, like they haven't really, according to IMDb, like they they haven't really done anything. Like very unknown people. And like that's okay. <laughs> we haven't done anything either, which means we're just as qualified. An as, honest uh, as minute Lee's with folks. Sean. All right, now we're going to kick it over to Sean for a segment we like to call Sean's Honest Minute. I know we all know this movie is bad, but just how bad is this movie? The movie's fucking terrible, but. It's almost <laughs> it's almost as dumb <laughs> as the MLB baseball writers who vote for the Hall of Fame. You know how dumb they are? Let's take for example a guy named Pete Rose. We all know Pete Rose, right? Yeah. You know Pete, there we go. That's a guy. He, he hits a lot of balls and things like that. Really yeah. good. So, in the Pete's day where the MLB makes so much money off gambling now, just like every sport, Pete's still not in the Hall of Fame. But you know which one, which Hall of Fame he is in? The WWE Hall of Fame. Pete Rose (laughs) is in the WWE Hall of Fame. Really? It's fucking stupid. And Hank Aaron, who was the home run leader, overall great, great guy, right? Amazing. He also did not get 100% (laughs) of the vote. It was a good 4% of people who looked at Hank Aaron and was like, Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, how many home runs does he have? How many home runs does he have? has what? Yeah. Ah, oh, oh, god you. damn it. I used to know yeah. it. Is it like 756? Is that it? Seven something. Yeah. yeah. Let, let, let Sean know in the comments how many home runs Hank Aaron has. I think you're right. 755. Well, where is he all time for home he runs? He retired number one. 40 home runs over Babe Ruth, and people looked at that man and was like, nope, nope, can't do it. Can't put him in right now. Catch me on the second bout. It's just something about, I don't know. So, I just, 
if you want my honest minute, this movie was terrible. MLB Baseball Writers, I took a minute to take a shot at y'all because you guys are fucking stupid. And uh, let the steroids in because steroids people save baseball. Hey, yo, I'm done. Uh -huh. Next honest minute is going to be about Wayne Gretzky. Get ready about that one. <laughs> little, little sprinkles. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm so glad that you talked about Pete Rose because there's one thing that Pete Rose and me and Joe and all of the degenerates that listen to our show have in common is that we like to gamble. Yes, we do. What do you mean we like to gamble? We like to gamble with our lives. We like to gamble with our money. We like shit. We even like to gamble with our sexual partners. We don't even know what's going to happen, but we take those risks. You got to risk it to get the biscuit. Got to risk it. So I'm now proud to announce... That NTIP, now this is podcasting, is your official home for movie lines and odds. So I'm going to kick it over to Joe and Mike for movie lines with Joe and Mike. Oh. Jike, as we're known in the celebrity world. <laughs> I'm going to show, I'm going to give Mike some, uh, hi. we're called Mo. <laughs> I like that one. We're going to, so Jake's what's going to happen here is. For this movie, that's gonna we watched the movie, and then came up with lines as we were watching the movie. So uh, we apologize. We're a terrible show. We're gonna do a little bit better next time, probably not. Uh, next time we're gonna set some <laughs> lines. We're gonna see how Mike did for these lines. This one we're just gonna kind of go love over me some lines. lines that we came up. So uh, we number one uh, was a mild one. Uh, number of black people in the movie. Now this is a Daily Wire film, a conservative. This is a very um, yeehaw crowd. <laughs> so I had. Uh, what did I have the line set for this, Sean? One and a half. You ha yeah, you had one it one and, and a half. half. Mike, do you, did you have a line on this before we started or no? <laughs> okay, so I had zero. this. Uh, I knew that was, was, that was solid. Zero. I thought they were going to make the sheriff possibly. They're gonna, they always do that. Like, there's like yeah. no black dudes except for just. Like, I was the surprised one they had guy. Native American people in the movie. Honestly, now, we had to well, save that's them. the next line. Yeah. <laughs> So they had a purpose, but not just to exist as peaceful people on their own. It was it was an object. So uh, on this one, I really thought even, they even had like a crowd scene at the end. First off, they had a, a scene in the town. Everyone in the town was white. Uh, then they had the scene when they were rebuilding the house at the end of the movie, and there's like a whole bunch of people, the Every. entire community. Not a single black person. I don't even think the Native yeah. Americans were there. It was just fucking white people talking about cream corn. They're on the so reservation had... at that point. <laughs> sharing ingredients for Wonder Bread. But close enough, apparently, where someone could have a mortal wound and they would go to their house. So uh, I think two and a half was what we had set the line at. And I think we even moved it down to half. I moved it down to half. half immediately. And Sean was correct because there was absolutely no black people in this movie. Yes, yeah, so if you had little... taken the under... So what were the odds? What what was the under on half There's, black person? It, this one's a mess, so we're not going <laughs> to... <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, it, it is worth noting that this movie, because it was shot during COVID times, you had it was not a part of the uh, Film Actors Guild's union because they had strict rules as far as filming and they didn't want to be a part of it. So this is a completely independent film. That it specifically made any, two like, people cough on each other when they walked in. Yeah. Stuff. It's mandatory. So the Screen Actors Guild did not in uh, say to this movie. Uh, so I'm going to take the laws on this. Mike, did you on, did you really think it was going to be zero? Yes. Okay, <laughs> he said Daily Wire. I was like, no. There's not going to be any black people in this movie. I feel like zero is a harsh... 
bet, so I feel like that's plus 200 for you, so uh, I'll I'm put winning. you down here for plus 200 on that. And uh, I only count up. knockouts. I only count knockouts. <laughs> <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> like keyboards are bound here. Uh, Native American in movies. Were there going to be Native Americans in the movie? Like, you never know. I said, yes, there would be, and they would be on horses, and I got that spot on. It was very much. Mm-hmm. Mike, did. did you think that they were going to be in the movie? I did. I did. I didn't think... I thought they were going to depict them in a very different way, but... They they didn't they they did it uh, the start, opposite. They, they, there was one of two routes the they were going to go with this way, huh? Were they going to use them as the S word? The S? No, no. <laughs> I I figured they. <laughs> <laughs> trying to set me up? <laughs> no. no, no. I'm just saying, like that's how like no, you know, I know, like, no, I know you're game, and, dude. You know. You're trying to cancel me so you can get my co-host back. <laughs> I know. You're, I know you're big. I know you're king. All right. How did no. you think they were going to use them? No, I thought they were going to show them, like, raiding or some shit. Or, or they were oh, going to oh, show them. Oh, come on! Because it's the, it's the Daily Wire, bro! I'm not like, arguing, no, I'm just saying. Like, that's, you're do. describing them how they were... All right. That's how they were going to depict them in the movie. Or they were going to show right. them being saved by white people. Which one did they do? I guarantee you if they didn't have that scene, they would have had another scene in it. I okay, so you're, that. so you're plus. I, I'll give you another two hundred on that, Mike. Uh, I only count knockouts. I, <laughs> I only count knockouts. <laughs> you're very much I think winning. I'm winning. Yes. Uh, I think so I'm winning. I, I don't have a third one. I think the last one is uh, over under that you finish the movie in one sitting, Mike. How many sittings did it take you to watch this movie? All the way through. Yep. Uh, did you get? Did you watch it all the way through the first time? Oh yeah. All right, plus two hundred. Mike is up to plus six hundred units so far. 600 units? Can, can, I, can I spend money now? What did I win? At the NTIP store. Dude, I do need a new piss pot. Uh, let's set some lines for next week. Let's let's run through these quick. So what's, the name, uh, what's next week's movie? Uh, the next movie that we Pray. will be doing is called Prey, uh, which will be streaming exclusively on Hulu. Um, this is a movie so. we're all actually excited for, too. Yeah. It is uh, a prequel so. to the Predator franchise. Yep. Boom. No, no Donald Glover in this though, mm. or Danny Glover. I mean, Donald Glover. All right. So the over under and how many times I say I don't get what's going on. Now we said it really aggressive last night talking about it at fifteen. That's like once every like five or seven minutes. I'm not going to be paying attention that much because I don't like movies. I don't care for movies, so I'm not going to be paying attention that much. So I feel like fifteen's a little too aggressive. Although if I did watch the entire time, I would say fifteen. Fifteen's so. like. Alzheimer's bad. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say like four and a half. I'm gonna set mine at four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, so the line four and a half. Four and a half times that you're gonna say, For, "I don't know what the fuck's going on." Yeah. So who wants the over on that, and who wants the under? So are we going based off like a, 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 a time variable or throughout the whole movie base? No, no, throughout the entire movie. And I'll I'll be honest, okay. I'm not gonna not say it to like hit this. So I'm not gonna bet myself here. Three, so you're taking the other. I'm gonna take the over. I'm at least I think five is gonna happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go that one. Really? Wow, Sean uh, has no faith in you, Joe. Not a fucking faith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean. I'll take the over too. Sean thinks you're gonna be pissing in the bathroom for at least three fourths of the movie. Like, how many times are you, uh, for bonus points? How many times do you think I'm gonna ask what's going on? I mean, I think it's gonna be sex. Sex? 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 Yeah. sex. sex. Yeah. Be sex. sex. <laughs> okay. Noted. <laughs> 
I've got Sean at five, Shem at six, and Mike at three. Locked in for this movie because <laughs> it's not because it's it's Predator, dude. How do you not be excited for Predator? You have you seen any of the Predators? Uh, how many times I don't get it is set. Let's do um uh, do they uh, Arnold? All right, picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I wasn't thinking a picture of him. I was thinking more of a like just like a wink at like his character's name. Like and I know that. Like, cause right, so, I don't think they so do it. a reference, an Arnold's reference, or yeah. to his character, or which could even be a picture, like our newspaper yeah. clipping on a wall, anything. All right, so what's the over under on? I think uh, I put that I think a, a good line. I put it one and a half. Yeah. I think that's a good line. Yes, at one at plus one fifty. I'll put one plus one fifty. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. Sorry, get all my soundboards. Uh, so when we put no is like uh, minus one seventy five. Yeah. Sure. That sounds reasonable. I don't think they do it. I just have. A yeah, feeling. neither do I. I'm taking the under. I'm on that. going forward. Apple I'm taking the over, baby. Two of them. Wishful thinking right now. But it's a prequel. It's a prequel. Like, they don't even know who. That's all. Arnold is. What does that mean? He's a popular guy. The franchise has the sweetest subreddit of all be time. Like, the the distant relative of the person who survives this movie invents the gun that Arnold Schwarzenegger uses in the first Predator movie. <laughs> uh, somebody's gonna come that's, out there. That's, with... that's that gonna counts. be the line right there. I'm gonna take it. Gonna Even do. if it's like his weapon, though, if it's his weapon, it's close enough. Mike, what's? Do you think it's gonna happen? No, it's not gonna happen. No. I feel okay, like they're, they're gonna just try to barf. do their own thing with it. I'm alone. I'm a lone wolf. Shem, you're do also it. on no. Stand alone no, I'm and a, proud. I'm taking the under there. Yeah. All right, so I know nothing about Predator. I've seen none of the movies, so I have no idea what I should, what the third line is going to be set as because I don't know the movie. So I got you. Up to you guys. You right, can put you. it up over under how many times I bring up an 80 horrors movie while watching this. <laughs> <laughs> it will, or yeah, it will uh, be high most likely. Okay, uh, so uh, Sean, since you're the one, you have to be impartial to this. You can't vote on this. Uh, where yeah. do you think? You, where would you place it for yourself? Well, I'm at least gonna bring up actual Predator. So I'm at least probably say that once or twice. I mean, it's going to... Five and a half? It's going to be a couple times. Alright. Uh, Mike, are you over or under on five and a half? Over. That's a, that's, that's a pretty safe bet. I think he says it's... Seven. Seven, alright. Yeah. Seven, okay. I'll also take the over... But I think it's only going to be like six times. Okay, I will be drinking while I watch this movie, so I'm going to. Oh shit! Twelve, baby. <laughs> Fuck yes. Mike, do you want to change yours to twelve? No, no. <laughs> I'll take twelve. I'll take twelve on it because I, I think you. Sean is going to say it a lot. I'm not going to have it. I don't have any, this. Is my personality at no this point. No one has the under. <laughs> yeah, you no. know what the thing is about Halloween? Halloween's you know what it is? Well, technically, if I <laughs> if I bring up Halloween one, that doesn't count because that's seventy nine. So that's true. Someone's gonna have to be out so here with the counter. Is Predator technically a horror movie? Yeah, the first Predator was a horror. It was is. listed as one, I think. Yeah, I get that. That was kind of a horror movie. It was kind of scary. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, all right. well now now that we works. got the line set for the next next episode. Make sure you tune into the next episode. Uh, we're going to kick it over to the final segment of the show. 
Oh, that's where, that's where you hear oh, you know the, the crowd's saying. Oh. So, it's time the for the NGIP awards. Yeah, exactly. And now you got to jerk off and then that's what suck. You know, <laughs> it's time for the NGIP awards for terror on the prairie. So, Sean, I'm going to kick it over to you first. So, we're going to start off these amazing awards here at NTIP. And we're going to start off with the Death of Our Snoops Award. And the winner, after having many, many candidates in this movie, was myself and Gina. Wow. Who would have guessed? <laughs> so, I will. <laughs> so, I'm going to Yeah, fuck you, Mike. Uh, it's all about me, baby. <laughs> so, I have sent her my address and the times I'm available. So, Anytime this, you, you lost the election. It was clean. It was fair. Those melon votes were totally legit. Don't you storm the Capitol you anymore, Mike. You Don't August you do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but now on to what is maybe the most prestigious award in the history of NTIP. We got to go to Sam Bradford Award. Yeah. Um, yeah, that day was awesome. There were a lot of butterflies. Yeah. And that's spoken by the greatest money-making machine in NFL history. Maybe sport, pro sports history. I don't know if anybody has done less and, and made so much money. Right after his fourth concussion. <laughs> <laughs> Directly um, after his fourth concussion. That day was awesome. There were a lot of butterflies. And spe- no butterflies in this movie, unfortunately, that I can remember. But the winner of this award goes to... <coughs> Everybody involved with it. If you fleece the Daily Wire for $75 million, <laughs> you did a great job. And I want to say that money. Sam Bradford is over there sitting in his corner drinking his wine in his NTIP cup because he also has a mug like us. And he is saying, Good job, kid. Good job, kids. So, congratulations to all the war winners and Gina. Get in contact with me soon. <laughs> All right, uh, Mike. What about you? My award is the Three Stooges Award, which goes to the gentleman on the horse that got yanked <laughs> off of it and made me laugh for a good fourteen to probably yeah, it was, it was a good fourteen minutes, I think. Yeah, um, that was the funniest shit. Then the best part of this movie. Um, yeah, that that's who my award goes to. The neighbor who ended up getting his throat slit, but. Five minutes prior, comedic, comedic relief. Comedic relief. That was <laughs> the funniest shit I've seen in a movie in a minute. He had the Tony, the Tony Danza. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've got the Tony Danzo. I have the Tony Danzo award. Would you uh, like a cheese sandwich? Yeah, I'm really into this. You know, my fingers are starting to wrinkle here. When are you going to explode? <laughs> so the, uh, the Tony Danza Award is going to go to Gina Carano as our resident Italian for this movie. Uh, once again, she shows that Italian-Americans can do more than play the sor- uh, Sopranos. Uh, and um, Alyssa Milano would be very proud if she were to watch this movie, which she probably wouldn't because she has better things to do. Would you uh, like a cheese sandwich? Yeah, I'm really into this. You know, my fingers are starting to wrinkle here. When are you going to explode? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Thank you, Joe. Well, <laughs> for me, I really only had one award, but then after kind of talking about it, I have like another award <sighs> that I would like to give out at some point. But my first award, the award that's in my heart, is the January 6th Insurrection Award. Mike, you get an award. Oh, sweet. We're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. And I'd like to give that award to Ben Shapiro. Because without Ben Shapiro, the Daily Wire wouldn't be possible. And without the Daily Wire, we would not have this masterpiece. (laughs) So thank you, Ben. But then, after rewatching it a little bit today and, you know, prepping for the episode, I would like to give out the Third Eye Blind Award for the best action sequence in the entire movie. And you're like, Third Eye Blind Award? What is it? it, Semi-Charm Life? No. Even better. We're referencing their hit song, Jumper, and we're talking about Donald Cerrone's scene where he goes <laughs> onto that man-made stone bridge and dives headfirst into danger to s- save his beloved Gina Carano so that way she could earn her Tony Danza award. Wow. So with that, third eye blonde. <laughs> well, congratulations to all the winners. You all will not be getting any Oscars, Emmys, Tonys, or any other actual awards. No, but, but here, you might get some decent Photoshop funny videos or pictures later. We'll see. Once we we'll get see. some budget um, money, we'll get you a trophy. What do you guys uh, What do you guys think? Uh, on a scale of 7, you know, the NGIP scale here, what are we going to say? Like a 3? Wow. Out of 7? Wow. Hold on. Time out. Is that too high? <laughs> 3 out of 7, yeah. Comparative to the dumb people's tense, that was probably about a four and a half you just gave this movie. Well, I mean, it's no Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, but that it is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, probably it's like a four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to so give this movie yeah. probably the lowest score I've given any movie, and I'm going to give it a 1.6 repeat out of seven. Wow. Yeah. Out of seven. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. One and two thirds for you kids that didn't want to do the decimal, so I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Well, there you go. Wilson. The official wow. NTIP. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, no, wait. I haven't given my rating on this movie. Now, the movie is called Terror on the Prairie. And what does this movie do? It's got a prairie on it. Actually, they're not even on a prairie. I believe. I aren't aren't they on? Didn't they say they were like in the hills or something <laughs> like that? So technically, it wasn't yeah. even on they're a prairie. Montana. But they the movie delivers on the terror. I was afraid the movie was not going to end. It would I, that second <laughs> act I thought was going to keep going and going and going. It Essentially, did. so I was terrorized. There was no first act led into the third. <laughs> the movie could have had more prairies. It had a decent amount of terror. I would I, I say that because it delivers on half of what it asked or what it, it promised. Enough ons. Almonds. Ons. There's an on. O-N. Not a single on. Even when Cerrone jumps off, he doesn't even jump on the guy. He kind of just bumps into him a little bit. Oh, no. like, aside, he jumps so, beside him. Yeah, just terror beside the prairie. I think ten, that's a seven. So I'd say terror it loses a point. Prairie. So it gets six for the for for not having ons. You're right about that. But I think it also gains an extra one because we had Carano thigh, and I think that's as an under. <laughs> That's, that's why an we, underappreciated part of that movie. So. That's why she got seven death by Susan. Seven out of seven, movie. seven <laughs> out of seven, okay. Seven, perfect movie. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> seven out of seven. All right. We're going to walk down Dude, and I'll be there with you. Either way, like, I'm in the middle. So, <laughs> like, we got, so got Sean on one side with one. 
And then Joe's hey, like, this is a fucking good fellas on steroids. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Uh, I give this movie a a a two. So you were right there with me. Oh, harsh. Two point four. We're gonna walk no, down, and I'll be there with you. Two point five only because Art is in it from Justified. Nick Searcy right. or whatever his name is, and he's he's really well, good. I will stick show. with my three out of seven. Which gives us an average Ooh. of what I you know. You it gave had, it a seven. Had potential. Oh, you gave it a three. Yeah. It's a little harsh, bro. Bro, you gave Halloween Kills like a four, and you gonna give this matter. a three? Like this, this is no like a little little Halloween Kills. <laughs> you think I'm not gonna bring that up? Halloween Kills. Halloween is is fucking. The Godfather compared to this shit. It's fucking uh, yeah. Is it though? I want you to re yeah. fucking do the Halloween. It, it slaps. Is, where Andre's at. It, it fucking slaps. <laughs> God. Um. All right. Uh, a, this math major was struggling right now. Like, <laughs> You've been doing the calculator for like ten minutes. What's your input? At? Well, because I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying Mike, to use a calculator. Mike, well, wasn't he like a, the math a teacher rating. for a little bit? He well, taught yeah, Matt Mike. Taught Mike. Yeah, taught Mike. <laughs> I did. Let's just say the movie's a perfect seven out of seven. I still can't. That's what it averages out to. So. <laughs> you don't have an answer? We don't have an answer. We don't have an answer. I mean. <sighs> probably would if someone didn't rate it a fucking seven. So what you do is you add the four numbers and divide it by four. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see what. Let's see what I get. Um, well, I know I got I got the answer. Now I'm just trying to figure out what this is over seven, but the decimal is point six one three zero nine five two three eight one. Um, that's our average average score there. Yeah, what? Sean, do you have a number? Oh, what was his number? Social security number. Point six one three zero nine five two three eight one. Oh, what the fuck? I got like three point two nine. Yeah, see. that sounds more right. This movie's yeah. three point two nine stars. Go see it in your local Daily Wire subscription today. <laughs> so math is hard. Movies are not. Thank you for joining. <laughs> but if Daily Wire offers you seventy five million dollars to make a movie, you take that shit and you run. And on that note, now we're gonna go. <laughs> Tune in next time. Same pod time, same pod channel. We're back, baby. Kiss your waifus. The uncanceling <laughs> begins now. Uh.